Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I will be your host this evening, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, my half here, half not here mm, brother. Yes. And I don't mean because he's missed a couple of podcasts here and there. I mean, he's half into the podcast and half into the football game that's going on. My that's brother right. Alex. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I, I just realized I forgot my jersey at home, but uh, that's all right. Maybe that way we'll win. I hope we win. The John, you are not part of we. You are part of some they? other team. Yes. No, I'm a Giants fan. I like you're not. Yes, I am. You're not a Giants first fan. It depends. <sighs> we have this argument all the time. You can't I, have two teams. I one. I root I root for the Cowboys. Right. And I also root for the Giants. As a child of the '70s. That makes it worse being from the same division. Yeah, I know. But as a child <laughs> of the '70s, right? I'm I'm from that generation where there's a lot of Atlanta fans because they only got TBS. There's a lot of Chicago fans because they only got WGN, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of Dallas fans because in the '70s they were America's team. They were always on TV. So yeah, that's back when uh, TVs had the bunny ears. Right, the bunny ears and and all that. So yes. I root for the Cowboys. I also root for the Giants. Obviously, this season, with the Giants being as bad as they are, I root for the Cowboys more than the Giants. <sighs> That's but, horrible. <clears throat> it's the truth. Well, there's a, there's a ton of damn near 50-year-old guys out there that are the same way. No. There's I, a lot of people. I don't I don't know. I, I think like East Coast Cowboy fans are just Cowboys fans. Hmm. And they're, old, and that. and they're like you know middle age and, and, and up. <laughs> Did you just call them middle aged? Yeah, well, I consider middle aged like 30, 35. So you consider yourself middle aged? I consider myself middle aged. You're not what, what is middle aged anyway? Like to where me, does mid- it start? To me, middle age is fifty and up. <laughs> so I'm damn near middle age. So once you get to fifty, you're gonna raise it up to like <laughs> fifty five. Right. Once I get to fifty, I'll be like middle age is fifty five to. Because, you yeah. know, people are living longer, so middle age just keeps it creeping keeps up. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I never thought about that. Like, what, what is middle? Like, it's no... i tell you what, like, I get, I get so confused with, like, you hear all these things about, like, baby boomers and Generation X and right. millennials, and I don't know any of that shit. It all... I, I, I confuse them all. I don't know what age or what time frame. Same thing with the middle age right. comment. I, I don't I don't recognize any yeah, of that stuff. I don't, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. <clears throat> We're both middle aged. We'll just leave it at that. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? So you want to talk football first? Uh, yeah, we can start with football. Oh. I was a pretty... This is what makes football king to me. Besides the betting aspect of it. The, the gambling. The fantasy. And the fantasy is it's week seven. No, I'm sorry, week 17. It's week 14. 14. And, you know, a game like the Texans against the Broncos, you would have thought, or you would have never thought, that the Texans were going to lose the way they did. The Rams end up playing a great game of football, beat the Seahawks. And all of a sudden, at 8-5, and they look really good. Right, and so my point is, you just never know with football. It's literally a week-to-week league. Yes, and And it's just so much much parity. Like, you really just don't know 
what's gonna happen. It's really weird. Like this week gave us like really good games. I think. Yeah, yeah no, there were you know the the Kansas City New England game was a really good game. Even the Thursday night game, it, it was a good it, game. It was, you know, it was it was a good game. It was decent, but for a Thursday night. Yeah, for a Thursday night. Right. Usually on Thursday night you get real stinkers, but it's am- it's amazing to me that even though you say it's week to week. Some of the same themes keep coming through over and over again, right? Yes. Like, so, once again, at 8-5, and five, I'm going to say the Texans are the best 8-5 and five team you'll ever see. And they are the worst 8-5 and five team you'll ever see. Not only was that Broncos game shocking, but it was shocking coming off of what they did in New England the week before. Yeah. Now, New England's having some offensive troubles. They're they're struggling to move the ball, but still, it, to the way they got sliced up by Denver and a rookie quarterback, it's just it's incredible to me. And and it, and when you see that dichotomy of performance, when you see the so good and the so bad, I hate to say it, that's Bill O'Brien, man. That's you. You got to get rid of that guy. That yeah. guy is not going to take you to the next level. That's coaching. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's half and half, but but I mean, either way, you can't put up a performance like that on, on you know in the fourteenth week of the season when you're now fighting for a division because now the Titans are creeping up on you, and you played so well against the Patriots, you can't you at this point the good the really good teams have to beat the good and the bad teams. The good teams got to beat. The mediocre and, and down teams, you know, right. like Texans had no business losing that game, especially the way they did. I think it'd be a, maybe a, give them the benefit of the doubt if it was like a field goal game, right down to the wide. But I mean, they got right. blown out from the very at beginning. home. At home, yeah. At home, yeah. To a Denver so, team that's not and, and and look, the one problem Denver has had all year is scoring. Yeah, right. and they hung thirty-eight on. Now, granted, one of them was a defensive touchdown, but still, you yeah. give up thirty-one points to that Denver offense, you got problems. Like what is? And I know you say it's the players, it's the coaching. No, no, no. If you have the talent to do what they did to New England last week, if you have the talent to go to Kansas City with a healthy Patrick Mahomes and do to them what they did to them back in October, then you have the talent. Right. So when you lay these stinkers, it's coaching. Yeah, it, just, that's just my opinion. Yeah, you just can't lose games like this. It's crazy. Late in the it's season, absolutely, absolutely crazy. I, I do not understand it, and we sound like a broken record, or at least I do, because I say this every week. I just don't know. I, you know, like if I gambled, I would never go near a Texans game, because you, you just don't know what you're gonna get. No. Yeah. You don't know what you're gonna get on any given Sunday, literally. Man, props to the Titans. I mean, Ryan Tannenhill is... Now, he is the perfect example of a guy who's going to fucking get paid. And it's not worth it. Do nothing next year. <laughs> like, he's going to have Jameis Winston stats next season. But Tannenhill is... Like, what, he's like 6-1 and one as a starter? I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's doing what, you know... He's uh, doing a good job. What he had... What, what they brought him in for, you know? In case in case they needed him and they need him and yeah. you know he's doing well. They are tied at the top with the Texans, but oh, they're tied. And, and they're tied. They're both eight and five. Oh, but Texans have the tiebreaker, no? Uh, the tiebreaker doesn't matter really because they play head to head twice. 
They play this coming week and then the last week of oh, the season. Who's, oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah. So the tiebreaker now is something else, but it's not going to matter because you have the two head-to-head games, which will probably... Well, if they that. split, then they have... Yeah, then, then, then it'll matter, but... So as of now, then, if they do split, the Texans would be first. Right. win the division. Yes. But they go to... Ten, the tight, It's at Tennessee this week and then at Houston two weeks later. How exciting is that going to be? That's going to be that's a great finish. Uh, and, they, and they still have to win their the the middle games. With the Buccaneers, but shit with the Texans, I'll be scared to play. I, but I'll be scared to play the Bucks. The Bucks are putting well, up and points it, lately, and it's in Tampa, right? And and look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's the Dolphins or the Jets or the Redskins or the Patriots or the Chiefs or the or the Ravens with the Texans. You just never know. Yeah? You just never know. And look, they control their own destiny, as do the Titans, right? I mean, you win two... If, if you win both games head-to-head, chances are you're going to win the... Well, yeah, you are going to win the division, right. right? Right. So that's all you have to do. That's it. Uh, mm. Scary, huh? They, they're going to... Well, for them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dicey. And now, I think they split. I think they end up splitting. You think the home team wins both games? Uh, not necessarily the home team, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, uh, I think they split those. So who, do, who does Tennessee have uh, left? Yeah, like well, they've got the Texans twice, <laughs> and the middle game for them is the Saints. Oh well, see, I think uh, in, ten, in Tennessee, that's at home. So in Tennessee, they they could they could make hay with that. It's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be really. That's gonna be interesting to see. The Colts and Jaguars are obviously out of it, so it's a it's a two team race now. Uh, huh? It comes down to those two. <clears throat> speaking, huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, uh, you know, speaking of the of the Saints, I mean, they were clearly involved in the best game of the day yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a, that against was a the hell 49ers. Game. Uh, man, there was a lot of points scored. <laughs> a lot of points scored. Um, both teams, but more surprisingly, the 49ers, I was really shocked to see how Sh- uh, Shanahan coached that game. Yeah. I mean, playbook was wide open. They ran plays that I've just never seen in college before, I think. <laughs> and 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 I, and I like that because it shows that, you know, the coach is adapting to what the NFL is. You know, you can't be cookie cutter well, and he's And he's adapting to the talent that he has. He's had to adapt with some injuries. I think he's doing a great job. He's probably your coach of the year this year. The 49ers sold me with yesterday's game because I, I can't remember who they play next, but they the past three weeks, they, they, they're they 2-1. They play the Packers, the Ravens, and, no, the, the uh, and the Saints, right? They blew out the Packers. They lost a close one to the Ravens. Yeah. Show that they can hang with them and kind of contain. Well, it wasn't. Con- it wasn't. Close, right? It was a three. It was a game-winning field goal. Ravens kicked a game-winning field goal in that game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, th- I was thinking about another game. And I was thinking about the Ravens and the Rams. And now the 49ers showed you that they can go toe to toe, blow for blow, points for points. Yeah. Right. So that that I think now that to me that makes them legit. a complete team. I think they were legit before, but I think now it just kind of. Just I don't know, for me it solidifies it more. Like I you know, just watching them play these past three weeks, they've shown different ways they can win and hang in games. The scary thing with them is 
the the way the NFC is right now, it's just it, it, home field advantage is going to be a big deal. You don't have to worry about the winner from the East, right? Because that 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 guy is going to get knocked out probably in the wild card round. But out west, you've got the Niners in Seattle battling it out. There's a one game difference there mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> to win the division. You've got the Saints are obviously going to win win their division. They're at ten and three, but they're going to lose the tiebreaker to the uh, to the Forty ers with the loss. So, but you know they're fighting for a one or two seed to play at home. And then you've got the NFC North, which is the Packers at ten and three, Minnesota at nine and four, right there. So it's going to be it's going to be tough. It looks like the field is set. Uh, the Rams are sitting at eight and five, so they're they're a game behind Minnesota for the last wild card spot. Uh, but man, it's going to be tough. Any of those teams could end up winning the division. Well, and it, it'd make a big difference where you play. Well, I'm just now reading this. 49ers center Richburg out for the year. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. And you know what? They have been hit with quite a few injuries this year. They have, and they've been able to overcome them. But after a while, your center though, you know, is yeah, is, no, no, and and look, after a while, it, it's tough to continue to plug holes and make adjustments. So, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting. And you know, th- that was a real big game for both because that's the difference of being the number one seed or the number five seed. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it not can be. not in the case of the Saints, but certainly in the case of the Niners. Right, because, right because, they have another team. because they could they could end up losing the division if they don't win that game. Right, right. Um, and they still could lose the division because the the Seahawks are right on their heels. And like you said earlier, the Rams are looking good now. Uh, you know, the Rams are sitting there at eight and five. They probably have to win out, and they've got they got to go to Dallas. They've got to beat the Niners, and then they've got to play Arizona. So they don't have an easy road to hoe, but. No. You know, they're playing good football. Their defense is looking pretty, pretty sharp. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Who do you think, I mean, who do you think is going to win that division? The West? Yeah. I think the Niners will still win it. I think they'll win it. I mean, they they, they still have to play Seattle and the Rams and, and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, they should be able to win it. I don't see... I disagree. I think Seattle wins that division. They've got the Panthers, Arizona, and San Francisco to finish the year. So they got two weeks to really, you know, win games and put the pressure on San Francisco. And then they set up for the for the big game. And remember, they beat them earlier this year. So and it's at home this time. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm leaning towards Seattle still pulling off yeah. uh, the division. Do the Rams get in or not? Will they be able to pass up Minnesota? I mean, if they can finish the season the way they played last night, yeah. But I mean, who knows, uh, who, right? who knows what McVeigh? I mean, Gurley looked good yesterday, so I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it feels like they feed him the ball at times, then they don't, and they go away from it. I don't yeah. know what what I. I think from the beginning we said earlier in the year McVeigh's overthinking things. I think like he. I think this year he is. He's trying to be a little too. Perfect, maybe with mm-hmm. the play calling. I, I don't know, but it's gonna be tough. You know, you the advantage is that they they play within the division, right? So they can they can make up some ground right. that way, and then try to win their other games. And right, but, and 
The only downside is, you know, Minnesota's got a bit of an easier road. They've got San Diego, the Packers, and the Bears. And, you know, they're still fighting for a division as well, so that that's going to be interesting at the top over there as well. Um, I don't. The Packers just don't. I mean, still don't do it for you. No, no. Did you see how they manhandled the Redskins yesterday? Yeah, scored a whopping twenty points on there. That was disappointing. Twenty points. But well, I mean, they got to win. Point differential isn't how they do it in, in football. So no. A win is a win. They, uh, they. I mean, you know, they they got the win. They, it, it's a game that they that you're supposed to win, right? At the end of the day, so certainly they are the quietest ten and three team out there. Yeah, I, right? I mean, I would Isn't say so, right? Yeah. And then, <clears throat> dare we talk about the NFC East? I mean, look at. Yeah, I mean the NFC East. Uh, does Garrett still I, have a job? I think the Redskins still have an outside chance <laughs> to to win the East. If only there were a few more games. No, I mean, they could... Look, if they went out... If the Redskins <laughs> went out... That would be something. If the Redskins went out, they'd be 6-10. and 10. You know what? Fuck and that. I'm a, I'm a Redskins fan from, <laughs> for the next three weeks. Look, they control their own destiny. They play the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys. Wow. Can you imagine if they go 6-10 and 10 and somehow win? That'd be great. 6-10 and 10 and they make the playoffs. The Giants are out. That'd be great because I hate them the least out of, I hate them less than Dallas and Philadelphia. Really? So yeah, Washington. Nobody cares about Washington. Until, oh, I hate Washington. Until Washington starts winning, then I will no one will care. Yeah. Exactly. I, I I don't like Washington. I never have. But look, if the Eagles <sighs> lose tonight, if the Eagles lose tonight, you'll have the Cowboys and the Eagles at six and seven, the Redskins and the Giants at three and ten. The Eagle, the Redskins and the Giants at three and ten will still have a shot. Yeah. At winning the NFC East. That's insane. Can you imagine if Eli Manning takes the Giants on a 4-0 run to finish to finish no, you, six and ten? That'd be. <laughs> and they win the division. Win. Does I, Washington I want to see that happen? The, Washington plays the Giants, huh? They play all three of them. Okay, so well, that can't happen then. Oh, both, both of them go six and ten. Yeah, yeah. No, both that's, of them that's can't. You hope all kinda, four teams. Well, that would be, be even more interesting. No, I think I think it's impossible for all four teams to go six and ten. Yeah, when they play so many games amongst themselves. But look, the Cowboys do not look the part of a team that's going to win a division. And quite frankly, neither do the Eagles. We'll see what they do tonight. But the last couple of weeks, I mean, the Eagles were five and four at one point. They've lost three straight, and they they those three games they looked. They've looked terrible. Everybody in that division is on a losing streak. The Cowboys are 4-0 in the division. They got a plus 67-point differential. Everybody else is in the red. I don't understand how Dallas is so bad. Actually, I do. It's the red-headed stepchild. It's it's Jason Garrett. It's bro. coaching? It, it's, yeah, in this, in I, this I think, case, you feel it's coaching. I think now... Yes, I think it's very <laughs> obvious it's coaching. So, so you're saying that it's not the players now. Now you think it's the coach. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Why would you say that? I mean, it's not like they have any talent. They have plenty of talent. My goodness, I, he, it's he, it's his. He's his getting added, fired. He is getting fired. Five minutes after the last game of the season, if they don't make the playoffs, five minutes. I give it. I am more. Shocked that he's not fired already. I really am shocked. Uh, and the way Jerry Jones came out to has 
kind of spoken the past two weeks, especially this past week, I'm even more shocked that he's not fired. Well, you hear I'm Jerry, very surprised. when you hear Jerry Jones talk, it really sounds like he's basically making his case for why he's going to fire him. Without saying, I'm going to fire him. Yeah, just... Just kill him right now. Just get it out the way. Yeah. I mean, it's and, there's and no reason. There's no reason. Here, here's the thing. Here's why I say he should be fired. He, I'm surprised he's not fired right now. Jason Garrett's attitude and demeanor and everything has boiled over to the players. Yes. The same as Pat Shermer. The way they speak. The way they coach. Their 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 mannerism is is mannerisms. It, it's just. The players are not buying into whatever halftime speech, pregame speech, practice walkthroughs. They've tuned them out. They are not buying into any of that. Well, and, and the other thing is, at this point, I think the players believe he's going to get fired. So they no longer listen to him. Now, right. they're, now they're thinking about taking care of their bodies, trying to be impressive so that they Which, don't get released or whatever. They're, they're worried about, they're trying to impress the next coach right now. But I think that's the wrong move at this point in the season. In this, considering the situation that the Cowboys are in, I mean, Jerry Jones has to look at this and say, this guy's not cutting it. I guarantee you if the offensive coordinator or whoever he brings in to be the coach can have a better, more positive impact on the team well, yeah, than, than Garrett has. If for no other reason than the players will say, well, this might be my next boss. So I better I better shape up, if for no other reason. Like even if they brought in the the know, only they made, reason they made the defensive coordinator the the head coach, the the players would be like, well, this guy might get the job. So I, I gotta do I gotta I gotta you know I gotta bust I gotta listen to this guy. Right? I, I I wouldn't even be thinking about that. I'm like we're in the lead in the division with three games left, or and we have to play you know Washington and the Eagles still. I mean, it's there for us to take. Oh, the, yeah. It, I wouldn't even be thinking about long term. It's right now. Right now you have the opportunity to win. Take advantage right, of but, the opportunity. But my point is is that as a player, I mean, you got to think about it from their perspective. Look, I'm sure all the players want to win the Super Bowl, but I'm sure the players are pretty realistic as to how far they're going to go. And I don't think anyone on this Cowboys team thinks that they're a Super Bowl team. So what are they really playing for at this point? To get to the playoffs? Yeah. Yes. But they're also playing for their next contract. They're playing for the next job. They don't want to get released. They don't want to get cut or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but players There's like... also that factor. Right, I understand. There. But players like Dag, Zeke, Cooper, Cobb, Gallup, the whole offense. There's a lot of players. They're not playing... Win now. You have the opportunity to win now. Take advantage of that opportunity. It, it's that opportunity may not be there next season. It may, you know, you may have a first year coach, you may have a Lincoln Riley, you may have an Urban Meyer who's never coached in the NFL, and it's going to be a learning curve for the coach. And guess what? You you may be stuck in in a deeper situation than you are now. It, it may not work. So, just what I'm saying is, Jerry Jones needs to save the season mm-hmm. by making a move. Save the season now because you're gonna get. The winner of this division, sadly enough, is going to get a home game, and it it it, yeah. it matters a little bit. It matters, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. No, you're right. I mean, in, in in most situations, if a team is six and seven, they're not looking to make the playoffs. They're not looking to have a home playoff game. You, you, there is no point in firing a guy in the middle of the season. But in this case, I think you're absolutely right. 
you know, there's still a lot to play for, and you could be in the playoffs. And and I think Jerry Jones, by not doing something, you know, I think he's I think he's basically said, well, we're gonna ride or die, and whatever happens, happens. I think the Cowboys still win. I mean, they they have the better team out of them and Washington and and the Eagles. Well, the Cowboys will win in this division. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold. Uh, <clears throat> back to the AFC. So now Baltimore is really in the driver's seat for the one seed, which the one seed is important. You want the playoffs to run through you, and you want the rest. And the, well, that's one and two seeds, right? No. <clears throat> um, but more importantly, you want the conference championship game at home, if at all possible. They are one game up on the Patriots, who, jeez, has there ever been a more maligned 10-3 and team than the Patriots? I mean, people talk about the Patriots like... I mean, look... Like they're 6-7, and seven, and they're 10-3. and three. I think the fans booing is an indication that they even see... They even see the sink, the ship sinking. Slowly, slowly. Yeah, you gotta wonder. Because offensively, yeah, they look pretty if, bad if offensively, they, man. Can, can they? Can they adjust? I heard a I heard a comment that I thought was very um, I, I thought was very telling. Tom Brady, throughout his career, has thrown to the right situation. Now he tries, regardless of which receiver was in that situation, that's where he went. He went to the right place with mm-hmm. the ball. Now, because he has no trust, he, he only goes, sometimes he goes to the wrong place. He goes to his favorite target, which is Edelman. And Edelman's being, Edelman is being double teamed. Edelman's not the kind of receiver that deserves to be double teamed. Do you know what I mean? He's it's like not four like he, nine. Yeah, it, it's not like he's Larry Fitzgerald or Jerry Rice. Right. But, but they're doing that because that's his only option. And so he has no one to throw the ball to. They're not running the ball well. So offensively, they seem like they can't do anything right. Can they get that fixed by the end of the year or by the time the playoffs roll around? Look, they're going to make the playoffs. So I, I think I, I, the only way they fix it is if uh, they they find another deep threat. I mean, that that's the only way. Can Randy Moss come out of retirement? I mean, hey, Antonio Brown's out there. You know, he's said I'm sorry and he wants his job back and whatever. I mean, hey, you no know. No one's touching that guy. I don't know why not. I mean, what the fuck are the Patriots thinking? Take the guy back. The guy wants to play. Brady wants him. Just take him back. He's got a situation with the NFL too, right? With that lawsuit. Yeah, I, I don't know the ins so, and outs of it, but he, but so I mean, even, even if they try to take him back, he may he may end up right. suspended. Yeah, he may not be able to play. But then again, if you take him back now, he gets suspended for a game or two. You can have him back before the end of the season, and then maybe maybe use him in the playoffs. Yeah, know. and then that defense can only do so much. Yeah. But the offense is really in trouble because any day you have the Kansas City Chiefs defense look the way they did yesterday, you know your you your know offense not is not well. good because the. Uh, the Chiefs' defense is not not that great. Now, it's funny. We're not hearing a whole lot about this, but I think it's very important to say for all the people that say the Patriots catch all the breaks, the Patriots got hosed yesterday. About time. I mean, the referees screwed them over. That one play where the guy dives into the end zone and they called him out of bounds at the two. I didn't see that one. That wasn't even close. I mean, he's in bounds by a good six inches. 
And I mean, it it's hard to imagine the Patriots get. It's hard to imagine anyone missing that call or getting screwed over on a call like that. Let alone the Patriots, but they got completely screwed. The one, and that was that was really a game changing play because then they don't score the touchdown, and then they don't they don't tie the game up. The game changing play for me was the Travis Kelsey non fumble call. Well, that right? was another one. I mean, he, they called it because forward progression, and so he was going back. But I mean, he. He was running. Nobody was on him until finally somebody tackled him. The guy would have, whoever picked it up, I can't remember, would have scored a touchdown. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, they got holes two or three times Yeah, no, they, they really took a beating from the refs yesterday. But nobody feels bad, so. No, and no one feels bad, and no one's saying anything about it. Have you noticed? Very little well, commentary about it. Now, part of that is, part of that is because the Patriots aren't saying anything about it. Right. But I find it interesting that for a team that, we always complain that they always get the calls and blah blah blah. Yeah. Now when they're not getting when they didn't get the calls or when they actually got hurt by the calls, no one is really saying anything about that. So I, I you know, I, I can't see into the future. I have been talking about this with a buddy of mine for, for a while. I truly believe Brady is this is his last year with the Patriots. It's not his last year playing. I, oh, no, I, 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 I This is his last year with the. Yeah, no, there's something there. I don't know what it is, but there's something there that he is not really happy with. I don't know if it's because Kraft wants to get a massage without him. I don't know what it is. There is something there that that he's not he's not happy about, and it could be that he's got nobody to fucking throw to. Yeah, and maybe he thinks he maybe he feels he could get that opportunity somewhere else. You know, I so. I think I agree with you. I don't think he plays in New England next year. I think, but I do think he plays somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he'll play. Somewhere. I mean, he recently came out and said he thinks he can play till he's forty-seven, which is five years from now. I don't know about that, but that's. I mean, look, if you put him behind a great offensive line, maybe right. You never know, but uh, you know, let's take it year by year, Tom. Let's let's not get crazy. Yeah. You know? But yeah, no, I think my point is he really wants to continue to play, and I think he will continue to play. Um, the Patriots and the Bills are at the top of the East. The Bills are one game back. They look like they're going to make the playoffs at nine and four. Yeah, however, however, there is a problem. There are two teams behind them at eight and five that are not leading their division right now. So they could potentially be wild card teams in the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans that we talked about earlier. So we've really got a three horse race for two spots. You can put the Texans in as a, as a as the same as the Titans, right? Because right. if they don't win their division, then they would be in that spot. Who makes the playoffs out of those three teams? Let Let's start with the South because you got to fix you got to the division. You got to fix the division before you deal with the. Who do you think wins the South at this point? Uh, I'm gonna say the Texans win the South. Um, I, I, I'm gonna say the Texans win the South. Okay, so then you've got three teams for two wild card spots. Yeah. You've got the Bills with a one game advantage over the Steelers and the Titans. Yeah. Which two of those three teams make the playoffs? I think the Bills are good. The Bills lost to the Ravens yesterday, but they played a. a they played a pretty good game. Competitive game. Second half, they played much better. So they 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 shown that they can adjust, especially against a very mobile and good quarterback in Lamar Jackson. So that's 
that's a lot of positives for that team. The Bills are going to get that first wild card, and and the, and the Titans get that second one. I don't. I'm not. I'm not banking on the Steelers. Joe Schmo, third stringer on the Steelers with a bunch of. I can't even name anybody on the team except now, Mike Tomlin. Here's here's the interesting part. I, the Bills are going to beat the 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 Pirates or the Steelers next week. The Bills go to Pittsburgh yeah. to play the Steelers. That that game could be for the for the playoffs. I, I, I don't even think that game's gonna be close. Really? Yeah, I, I don't I think Steelers defense are gonna have are gonna have a handful. I think, Josh Allen can if John Josh Allen can just limit his throws and be, be a, a mobile quarterback. Yeah. I'm serious. I I, I just I Bill's gonna blow no, him out. The way you say limit his throws like in other words, run the ball, don't throw the ball. Yeah, I mean he he's got a great arm. He just He's not accurate. <laughs> I mean, he can throw to the moon, <laughs> but, he, but he won't hit the but moon. He misses, <laughs> he misses the moon. Like, come on, bro. Look how big the moon is. How could you not hit the moon? Come on, man. You can throw it that far, but you can't hit it. Um, so yeah, that's that's my. Uh, I, I think the Steelers win next week. I, I I hate to say this because the Bills have had a nice season so far, and we've kind of, well, I haven't. You have kind of adopted them as your second team here, but. Picking all their games right along the way, but I think they lose next week to the Steelers, and I think yeah. they're gonna. I think they're gonna be the odd man out. Well, I finally got one wrong last week. So right. Who they play? I can't remember, but I got it wrong. I got either way. I got it wrong. But, but still, you you've been pretty good. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I just can't trust. I can't trust anybody on the Steelers. The Steelers have been playing good defense, actually. Their I don't trust. I don't trust any football player on the Steelers. But I do trust Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin he's, doesn't play. He's done a masterful job with that team. He doesn't play. Dude, they have been decimated by injuries, and yet uh, here they are at 8-5. and five. So I, I trust Mike Tomlin. The exact opposite of what we have going on with Bill O'Brien and Jason Garrett, right? A guy who somehow motivates his team, motivates the entire roster, 1-54. through 54, and, and they come out and they play good football, they play tough games, and... Well, I guess we're going to find out more than they lose. if talent or coaching wins, right? Because the Texans and the Cowboys currently have better talent currently on the field, right? Oh, yeah. Like going into next week have by far better talent than the Steelers. By far. But it seems like the Steelers have the better coaching of the two of the three teams. By far. We're going to have to revisit this next week. It's going to be interesting, right? Yeah, How... yeah no, it, it is. Um, but... Again, I think I think the record speaks for itself. The, the the Steelers have just been decimated by injuries, and they're sitting at eight and five, which the Cowboys have had some injuries, not not nearly to the extent that the Steelers have, and they're six and seven. And the Texans have had the Texans have had quite a few injuries as well, but they're also eight and five. Uh, you know, yeah. So it's tough. <clears throat> it is tough, but yeah, we're we're headed for the last three weeks of the season. And it looks like a fun stretch out west. The Chiefs and everyone, you know, the Raiders look Raiders, like yeah, the Raiders they, have run out of gas. I thought I thought they had a run in them. I thought so too, but when they lost that when they lost that game a couple of weeks ago against the Chiefs, I, I think so. They just yeah. they just looked they just looked like they were done. And, you know, they did a good job handling all the traveling that we discussed earlier this season. But at, at some point, it kind of wears on you, I think, and. Unfortunately for them, uh, that's it. They they have run out. They seem to have completely run out of gas. 
<clears throat> well, I, I hope Buffalo and Pittsburgh give us a good game since they flexed it. Yeah. But well, and it's probably the best game next week, right? Yeah, there's really not uh, many good games. Thursday night game is is going to be a snooze fest. You got the who's, Jets who's and the... Jets at at uh, Ravens. Oh my goodness! Monday night you got Colts at at Saints. That'd be that'd be a, no no the Colts are Colts have really kind of yeah, taken falling a, apart. They've uh, they've had no luck on their side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other game that that might be a good one it might be the the Rams and 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 the Cowboys. The Cowboys are catching the Rams at a real bad time, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or the Rams are catching the Cowboys at a really good time. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I look at this point. I don't. The only reason I expect the Eagles to win tonight is because they're playing the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I don't expect much from either one of these two teams at this point. I, I've pretty much thrown my hands up and said, "Look, I, I don't know." I, Just let's. These games are pretty bad. Patriots at Bengals, Buccaneers at Lions. Who's watching that? Bears and Packers might be an okay game because the, the it's Bears. A game. Yeah, Bears it's look a like game. Bears have looked decent the last three weeks. Yeah, but it's it's a rivalry game. That's that's the kind of game that will. Texans, Titans, Go that beat. should be good. Well, that's an important game. Broncos, Chiefs, who cares? Chiefs you got win. Miami against the Giants. You got the Eagles and the Redskins. I mean, you got the Seahawks and the Panthers who thought firing Ron Rivera was a good idea, and then they lose yesterday. They had some pretty bad games. Uh, that's a, And that's another one I don't understand. Like, What was the point of firing Ron Rivera? By, I mean, they were, they were they're in a race. Well, not really. Well, I mean, if they would have won, they would have stayed, af- you know, afloat. I think with yesterday's mm-hmm. loss, they they um they they got eliminated. They were five and seven, so they'd be six and seven right now. Yeah. That's not really in the race. Well, I mean, it's not eliminated either. Well, not <laughs> technically, but that's so, that's not really in it. Yeah. Not good. Not good. But hey. The NFL machine goes on. So Lamar, Lamar is taking over on the MVP race. Mm. Oh, you got to after yesterday's Russell Wilson's showing on prime. Yeah, time. but here's the thing: the last game of the season is San Francisco and Seattle. If that game is for the division, and he puts on another performance like he did the first time against the Niners, I- I'm gonna have to go Russell Wilson again. I'm not. I don't know. You know, it's just. But the Ravens will have the best record in maybe a, a, yeah. a, a better record than than the Seahawks will. Not by much. They're only one game ahead right now. I mean, it's a, it's a tight race, but Lamar's gonna win it just because he's he's I, I think he's got the highlight reel and he's on well the highlight and reel. he's on he's on a tad bit better team. Did you see when he juked that? That uh, Bills linebacker? No. Oh my god. No, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, it was, as they say in basketball, he broke his ankles. Did he? Oh my god, it was terrible. I felt so bad for the guy. I felt terrible. Nice, Jay. If you're listening or you're watching, oh, he's watching. The Giants just scored on your fucking Eagles. (laughs) A pass from Eli Manning. Oh God! If Eli Manning wins this game, I, look, I I want it to be a really close game, <laughs> under two minutes, and fucking Eli just drives it down the field, sixty-five yards, you know, touchdown with thirteen <laughs> seconds left to win twenty-four to twenty. How about that? 
Oh my goodness. That How about would, that? Wouldn't that be something if Eli Manning comes back to win a football game? To mess up people's playoff hopes. Who, who do they have left? So they've got... Well, more importantly... Hold on. They've got the... Wouldn't it be something? They beat the Eagles. Then they go on and lose to the Dolphins. Then they lose to the Redskins. And then they beat the Eagles again. And basically mess up anyone who's in the playoff chase. Which, at this point, is only the Eagles on their schedule. Actually, I kind of... I want us to play well just to show that we're kind of improving these past four games, but I don't want to mess up the draft position because if we get Chase Young, <laughs> man, that guy's a beast, man. Yeah, he is. Fuck. I don't yeah. know how good it's going to translate to the NFL. He's a beast. But uh, I think he's had a sack in every game except one yeah, he's in college. He's an amazing football player. So I think he's going to be good at the next level for sure. If we get him, I hope so. Oh, he's going to be good regardless of who gets him. Um, he's good, period. Did you see how much money Strasburg is uh, is going to be making next year? Seven years, two hundred and forty-five million, something like that. So that's insane. I'm not a math major, but that's thirty-five million a year. I don't even know how to spell that. God, I hope my son becomes a baseball player. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... I'm surprised he signed back with the Nationals. Oh, I'm not. I'm a little surprised at that. I'm not surprised at that at all. Uh, I am surprised he got to $35 million. I didn't think he was going to get more than 30 or 32 But if he gets 35 how much is Cole going to get? Cole's got to be getting... 40 40 right? Unless he wants... A ten-year deal, I man. The way the Yankees make it sound, or Cashman made it sound, and knowing that you know the Angels are coming in hard too, he might. He's he's gonna look. Strasburg is thirty-one and got a seven-year deal. Cole is younger. He's mm-hmm. twenty-nine. He's gonna fucking want a nine-year deal, yeah, man. But I, I no, and I, I don't. I don't doubt that he will. I just don't think. And the way the Angels and Yankees have the uh, ability to throw money around at this yeah, point. Yeah, but I still think that there's a, like, I, th- I think people look at it differently. Like, I think baseball organizations, the teams, look at the total contract value because they know they're going to have to pay that. Right. We as fans look at how much every year, Right. Because that's the way that's the way we relate things. We relate it to how we get paid, right? Our salaries are annual, and so <clears throat> I, I I think that their their teams are going to be hesitant to go much above three hundred million for a pitcher. They're going to want to stay in that two hundred range, two hundred to three hundred range. In which case, for him to get a forty a forty million dollar deal a year, it'll be seven years, two eighty. Right or six years two forty, but I don't think they're gonna go nine years three sixty, right? I, yeah. That's just that's just yeah, my yeah, gut yeah. feeling. Yeah, it could be. I, I don't know, but that's crazy. I don't I mean, know. And, and, and Yankees might be desperate enough to do that. I mean, because because I think they're desperate. Well, yeah, no, the, <laughs> the Yankees want they wanted one of those two guys for sure. Yeah, because they they feel like they need an ace. I'm glad Tanaka's good, but he's not that good. Sabathia retired. You know, they've got... I'm glad Strasburg and the Nats 
are together. I'm glad he's staying with the Nets. You won a World Series. Why not try to build, try to build a, a run with with the Washington Nationals? You know, and the Nationals should want this guy because they were riding him in the playoffs. And the Nationals have already said that they they don't have the money to to sign both him and Rendon. Yeah. Mm. So Rendon's going somewhere. My guess is L.A. It could be. Yeah, because Texas could be a play too. The Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting a new stadium, so I'm sure they're gonna want to, you know, make a splash. Hometown kid. Yeah. Maybe he gives them a discount. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think the hometown discount amounts to no. much these days. Yeah. That's just my gut feeling. The the winners of uh, so far this winter are the Mets because they got a steal at the ground. The, the contract that they gave the Grom is is a steal right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, comparatively. Because if he would have hit the fucking free agent market, well, he'd have been looking for that. He's he'd be he, looking for the same deal that yeah. Cole was looking for. Which, well, maybe a little less. I think Strasburg ballpark. I would say. Well, around uh, 32, 35. I I think he'd be over thirty five. Think so? Yeah, I I think he'd be in the same category. Look, Garrett Cole had a fantastic season. But the Grom's got two Cy Youngs. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, could be, could be. That that put that to me puts him in. The, and and I'm just glad we won't be able to find out for another few years. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, what else you got? Uh, nothing. Nothing. You're done. Uh, so you had a race this week, if you want to call it that. Well, it's a race. Well, yeah, it's a race, right? Because you got to start and you got to finish. Yes. So it's a race. It's a race. Now it's a pacing race. You got to pace yourself. You can't like fucking just go out and you know. So yeah, it's Metal Monday. Metal Monday, twenty six point two. That has to be the. F- that's a pretty big piece, by the way. But that's that's a fancy. Medallion there, yeah, a like little that? metal. The runner moves. Yes, Check that's yeah. The runner runs. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, actually, this is not that big nowadays. No? The metals are getting bigger and bigger. Um, so this is pretty average. Like if oh. you look behind me in the cases, those metals are smaller. And granted, they're older. But yeah, so over the weekend, I ran the. It's unfortunate they call it the BCS marathon. But it stands for Bryan College Station, home of the Texas A&M Aggies. And look, a fantastic event. They do an incredible job organizing it. The only downside, the streets of College Station suck. Like construction going on or just... Well, you're running on a slant because the the drop-off to the sides is ridiculous. Oh, that sucks. So you're always running like you need a V8, you know, kind of sideways. So did you know that going in? No, I did not. If what? you would have known that, would you have considered a different type of shoe? Does that make it? No, there's no that, hope for it. That, no. You just got to deal with it. That's got to suck on your feet. It, it does. And it, I'll tell you what the interesting thing about that is. My ankles and my Achilles are killing me today i am wow like my thighs you know usually your thighs and your calves the muscles are sore 
They're not that sore. But my ankles and my Achilles, oh my God, they hurt. Wow. And it's and it's not a it's not a flat course. It's got a lot of up and down. And so uh yeah, my, your lower extremities really take a beating on that type of course. So that's hard. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. Uh, <clears throat> it was in the fifties, high fifties, but it was overcast. The sun didn't come out until like noon, which by that time I was done. Run his dream. Yeah, so it was it was perfect in that regard. Um, <clears throat> so a good day to go out and run for a few hours. But the organization was great. The race director was really cool. I've never seen this before, but the race director was hanging out at the finish line and greeting all the runners as they came in. Every single one of them. Uh, you know, race day, you figure the race director's got more important stuff than to just stand there. But he saw me cross, and we had a bit of an exchange because I, I talked to him previously. He's like, how did it go today? How did we do? And I told him, I said, look, I go, your organization is great. If you can do something about these streets, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He goes, I, I've, I've told the city of College Station to flatten them out, but they, you know, it, it would take a gargantuan effort. So, huh. Interesting. Maybe, well, yeah, I guess. Maybe it'll take someone getting hurt for them to nah. fix it. No, they just no. No, they're not gonna fix it. It's just the well, way it is. Well, congrats on uh, finishing. Thank you. Twenty-six point two miles. This is your first full marathon after surgery? No. No, because I ran Houston. Oh, Houston. 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 It's my second. Are you running Houston? Yes. Of course. And so, the, yeah. End of January? Yeah, middle of January middle? 19th. So, okay. yeah, six weeks, seven weeks from now, I'll be at it again. Hopefully, Sweet. I'll be in better shape by then so that I don't hurt it. Houston's, Houston's a much better course. Oh, yeah. It's flat as a board and uh it's 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 just a more runner friendly body friendly time friendly course so looking forward to that well good but yeah another marathon in the books damn nice uh you got anything else Anything? Bueller, Bueller. You want to go watch the game? I, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it here. Episode 105. 105. Episode 105. Welcome to episode 105. <laughs> Easy listening radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to put them to sleep. Welcome we to don't... 105.7, your classic oldies. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're about to tune out. It needs to be. Yeah, you need. You to, want to go back to K Rock? Yeah, you need to be K Rock, bro. E Rock, Easy Rock. No, no. One hundred five sounds like an easy listening station to me. Easy listening, huh? One hundred five point one, your Ooh, yeah. jazz station. Oh yeah, tune in as we set up the mood. <laughs> Candles. You're not a good DJ. <laughs> Leave the DJing to me. I was. I was never a good DJ. You got a shout out? Shout out Eli fucking Manning making another star. What the fuck? Do another do a touchdown pass. Do a touchdown. He's got the ball back. How old is Eli? Forty nine. No, no, he's not. he's like uh, thirty nine. Well, he let's see. He, yeah, he no, he's probably thirty eight. Because he, he he was in the two thousand four draft. He was twenty one at that point. So what's that? Fifteen, 15 years. Twenty one, thirty six, thirty seven. 37, Part 37, 38. So, hey, uh, shout out Eli. Still, that's pretty good to still be playing football. To still be slinging the rock. Yeah, hopefully. His arm doesn't fall off. <clears throat> yeah. 
My shout-out goes to the BCS Marathon. Great organization, great event, fantastic. Congrats to all the finishers out there. Uh, it's a pretty decent-sized race, about 2,000 finishers. So congrats to all you people out there running yesterday in Bryan College Station. With that, we've come to the end of another wonderful episode of the Positive Sports Podcast, episode 105, Easy Listening. Easy money. Easy Listening 105. Easy that would be me. That would be you. That would be me. Easy E. I didn't say I wasn't talking about the rapper. Easy A. Easy no the rapper Easy E. That'd be me too. I was a rapper back in the day. You had the you had the Jerry curls the Jerry Juice Dripper. Yes yes Jerry Juice Dripper. Yes I was all <laughs> that man back in the day. <laughs> hey as always folks if you want to uh, interact with us you want to reach out to the show email the show positive sports ten at gmail.com, positive sports one zero at gmail.com. if you want to get a hold of this guy Alex how do you do that on Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho one. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter as well, at emontana21. If you notice, I have no beard. The beard is gone. Oh, fuck. That's from the Twitter poll. About time. The Twitter poll said, get rid of the face fur. <laughs> the face first? The face fur. I think they meant face first. Keep maybe, the beard. Maybe, the- <laughs> maybe they meant get rid of the face first. Get rid of all of you, but get rid of the face Grow first. Grow it again and... Get rid of the face next time. Keep the Keep the fur... Get rid of the face. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. (laughs) Alrighty, folks. As always, you can catch us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy the week. And we will be back next week with another episode. But until then, as always, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.